Welcome into Cheap Seats Episode 6 of Season 10. Today we have discussion on the upcoming Super Bowl, NBA All-Star, and the future of Detroit sports. I'm Anthony Schulte, here today as always with Ben Shadle and special guests Grady Bullock and Kyle Purdy. How are we doing today, fellas? Good, good, good. Doing great. Well, first we have some breaking news oh, to yeah. get to. This just, that Tom Brady just announced his retirement. Just came in about... Six minutes ago, Tom Brady is retiring. He says for good. Now, what? How are we feeling about this? How are as we feeling of, about this? As of eight twenty a.m. on February twenty third, or February first, twenty twenty three. Excuse me. Tom Brady announces retirement. Kyle, you brought up something that I thought was really, really unique a couple minutes ago about Tom Brady's retirement. Would you like to share that? So yeah, I mean it's all conspiracy. That's kind of what this world has become at today's day and age. But February first, twenty twenty two, Tom Brady. Big speech that gets posted on ESPN Sports Center that announced his retirement. Few, what was it like, thirty, forty days later or something in that time frame? Something like he's that. He's back on contract still for the Buccaneers, and he was able to do that this year. Until I watched his retirement video and kind of thought about the possibilities, I thought, hey, February first, twenty twenty-three, giving the NFL another like, hey, I'm gone, but nope, I'm coming back. No, I don't think so. He's a free agent. He's in all the right pieces to retire. First ballot Hall of Famer, best quarterback of all time. He's got a contract lined up with Fox Sports to be an analyst in the booth. He's so. got he's got everything wide open for him, and so I don't think he's coming back. I don't. That's a good point, Kyle. Now, here's a question for you guys. Do you think that Tom Brady is the greatest player of all time? 100%. He has, he has seven rings. He is up there. So you say, hey, what teams have the most Super Bowls of all time? Tom Brady is... He's that guy. He, he has the most Super Bowls. The Pittsburgh Steelers a, have six. He's a single guy. Yeah, Tom he's Brady more, he has, has more seven. Than two entire teams, or every team, to be honest. With and you. I'm sorry to say that, Ben, about your precious little Steelers. But That's okay. I get Tom, it. I get <laughs> it. I mean, I get it. If you want a guy to have I, more he, Super I, Bowls, I, I don't like Tom Brady. Let's just put it that way. I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. Yeah. Going to Michigan and everything. Uh, me being a Michigan State fan, and then just kicking the Steelers over and over and over and over again. It seemed like we could never win. And like the AFC Championship or divisional rounds or whatever, even though it was in the preseason or whatever, it was still a big game. And we, the Steelers could just never beat him, and it was so frustrating. Tom Brady, for the record, is still the son of Eli Manning. Yeah, only, that's true. Only and person, Nick Foles. Only and person. Foles. Well, Eli Manning was the only person to beat Tom Brady twice. Yeah, that's true. Bowl, so. That's true. Grady, how do you feel about Tom Brady? Is he the <laughs> yeah, goat to you? Know, I, I mean, he, he is the goat, and, you know, this this just comes shocking, and like Purdy said, you know, a year after he retired last year. Yeah, I, like he was saying, I think this one is for good. You know, he had all the talk of going to, like, the 49ers or the Raiders Lions. or something like that. No, Lions. There was talk about no, the Lions. I, oh, my God. Dude, I swear, I was looking on Twitter the Here other day. Here we go. And I saw it. No, no, no. I, I hated it. My mom actually sent it in one of our group chats. And I was like, no way. This is just speculation. This is like You're in a group chat with your mom? <laughs> and dad. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a communication. It's key. It's key. No, but yeah, it's it's just, it's because me and Purdy literally just watched the video in here, like, as, Same, as yeah. we were hearing about it. Uh -huh. And that's, it's just so sad, man. Like, because we've, we've watched him. Sad. Okay. Okay. Sad. For the record. Get out of the, the game. No, 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 Go stop, home. Stop, 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 stop. For the Go record. Home. I didn't say it was sad because he's leaving the game and he's been in here for so long. <laughs> I said it was sad 
because he just went through a brutal divorce with his wife. Oh. And he was celebrating his retirement yeah. on a beach by himself. The only good part that about sad. that video is the fact that he was on a beach in Florida. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree. But, like, honestly, though, like... No, but get off the field, go home. Yes, yeah, go home. Go I home. mean, still, still. <laughs> go to the booth, just get sad. off the field, Tom. It's, You're it's sad well, to how, see him. how old is Tom Brady? Well, he's, like, 38 or something. Just just go home. The yeah, only reason no, he would no, come I back and be like, oh, uh, uh, I can't finish my career on a losing season, so I'm going to go play for the Raiders or something. Yeah, I, don't, no. I mean... Oh, Tom Brady is 45 years old, gentlemen. Yeah. He's that, played more years in the NFL or, like, spent more time of his life in the NFL than... Not, not in, the NFL. in the NFL. He yeah. is eight years younger than my father, which is very shocking. <laughs> he's yeah. only, he's <laughs> only five years younger than my dad. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get to some Super Bowl talk. I mean, recently we had the championship games this weekend. We have the Eagles and the Chiefs. Now, Ben, I want to yes. start this off because I remember earlier in an earlier uh, edition of Cheap Seats, I initially said the Eagles – would be going to the Super Bowl because yep. I didn't yep. see anybody beating them. Yep. Now, now, granted, recently I did say the 49ers were going to make it, but that was before Brock Purdy got hurt. And Josh Johnson. You did, you did, and, switch, and your, you did switch your pick I did. to the 49ers. But nobody knew that they would be down their third and oh, fourth string quarterback. Oh, about two months ago I said the Eagles would Hold win on. the Super Bowl, and they're there. You said, you said I did say. that the Eagles stood no chance. I never said that. Yes, you did. Nope. Yes, you did. Nope. You said the Eagles stood no chance to make it to the Super Bowl, and they weren't good enough. You said they were fakes. They were frauds. I did think they were frauds. They made it to the Super Bowl. They did. No matter it. who, so, no matter who you play on your way to the Super Bowl, getting the Super Bowl is an achievement of itself. Oh my so, God. so timeout. Can, can we can we just look at at the schedule that the, the Eagles had hold this, on, this hold year on. in the playoffs? No, no, no. Stop. Before you say schedule, because I had the exact same thing. Three of us in here are Lions fans. One of us are Steelers fans. Bingo. We had to play the Eagles week one. And when you're a fan of a team who probably won't make the playoffs, you look at people who are going to make the playoffs and are going to make a run at it. Yep. And when the Eagles came into the Lions' house and stormed out to that lead and the Lions climbed their way back, I was like, oh, I see hope for the Lions, and I see an unreal offense from the Eagles. They were firing on all cylinders. Devontae Smith was over 100 yards that game. A.J. Brown over 100 yards that game. A.J. Brown had two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts was like, I don't know, 130 rushing yards and 300-some passing yards. That That's Super Bowl offense right there. Yeah. So check that yeah. box. Well, I, I will just say, Kyle, there's so many things I can say about the Eagles. Um, first off, th- look at their schedule, Anthony. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Let's no, they had, schedule. Schedule. They, they had an easy schedule. They had an easy schedule. Against the Giants. Wow. Well, the, Gi- the Giants were on a roll. Yeah. Well, but the, the thing the is, Giants credit Daniel here. Jones, dude, come on. And then they played the 49ers who had four quarterbacks with injury. Anthony, if they didn't put Brock Purdy back in that game, they would have put their fullback, Kyle Juicy Juice Juicy at him. No, they would have used uh, McCaffrey. His name's Use Check, Ben. Use, let's get same, that. Let's same, get that right. Same thing. Right, let's get it right. Juice. Juicy Juice. All right, whatever. They would have used no, they, they um, were, Christian McCaffrey as their. They uh, put no, him, they would have used him as a quarterback and the and as a quarterback that can scramble a lot. They'd use him as like a Lamar Jackson. No, wait, are we no, talking no, about? Yeah, what? I was, I was no, really no, there were multiple reports that had him as the emergency quarterback. Are we talking about Use Check or McCaffrey here? Use. He's talking about McCaffrey. McCaffrey. No, McCaffrey put on a helmet with the green sticker. I agree. I agree. He would. They would have put him. They would have they would have ran wild stuff, though. Yeah. But there's no way they would have done that for the entire game. Mm-mm. I was well, just, no, they'd I was probably alternate. I'd, I'd say they'd probably alternate. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was too, really but. hoping to see that. That, yeah. that would have been that would have been so cool. Because so I, like, we've never seen anything. Yeah, like that's that. the first thing, right? And the second thing is, Anthony, I did you really think that? I I didn't think so. I didn't think that Jalen Hurts would play this well. 
Um, it's obvious to me that Jalen Hurts is the MVP because without Jalen Hurts, the, uh, the Eagles are, are basically nothing. Like, do, they, yeah, no, do have, they do have one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in the league. And they do have a very solid receiving core with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. But we saw how the Eagles play with Gardner Minshew, guys. I mean, come on now. Come on. Yeah. With, without Jalen Hurts, they are, they are not in this position. The only thing you right could now. say about the, those games with Gardner Minshew is, mm, he kept it close, I guess. <laughs> I mean, but I'm a, I'm a very firm believer on, in certain circumstances that any team can win on any given day. And when you talk about the Eagles' easy schedule, and a big game that I saw was going in to MetLife Stadium against a division rival in the Giants away, and you dominated them. You booted them out of your own stadium. You planted that Eagles flag. That was a dominating game for the Eagles. That's it was. And you know what? I'll say I've always said this about Jalen Hurts. And I said it since Gardner Minshew came in and lost those 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 games for the uh for the Eagles is that Jalen Hurts is the MVP of this league. He is the MVP. He is when you look By at a what a most what a By most a valuable player is. You're winning games with him and you're losing games without him. By so, a mile. I don't think it's a conversation about MVP right now. It is Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. There's no conversation. He is the MVP. He is the okay. most valuable player on any team. Hold on. When when you're considering how that player plays with it, so Grady, what, why why are you looking at hold me on, like that? Hold on, pause. I'm sorry, Grady. I gotta interrupt you for a second. I think it should be Jalen Hurts. I think everyone thinks it should be Jalen Hurts, but it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes. Let's be real. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes and puts up puts up insane stats, and unfortunately, the, the the MVP award is a quarterback award and a stats award. Well, Jalen um, Hurts had great stats in as a quarterback. He didn't have as good stats as Mahomes yeah, but did. You see, Mahomes you see had the much thing is, Jalen Hurts. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a firm Patrick Mahomes believer. I think I I do think that he's gonna wear it, win it, and I think he should. Because uh, Jalen Hurts actually has the receivers to throw to. Who does who does Patrick Mahomes Juju Smith Schuster, uh, MVS, Travis Kelsey. Would you say McCall that's Hardman. a I think no. I think the point is. I think the point is. No, Ben. I think the point yes. is that Patrick Mahomes with Travis made, Kelsey made a top tier receiving core out of mediocre guys. That exactly. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. He had the best tight end in the league. Okay, but you still that's need wide receivers guy, that can yeah. run down the field. Do you see Juju Travis Schuster when Travis Juju when Juju is your number one wide receiver? receiver. There's a bit of an issue hey, in your hey, wide hey, receiver. I'm not. I'm not a Juju and, fan, man. I, and I Patrick lost Mahomes, that a long no, time ago. Patrick Mahomes made that receiving core great, whether you like it or not. He did. Yes, they had pieces. He did definitely. Pacheco turned out to be a very good running back for them. McKinnon was even a great running back. Yeah. Juju played pretty good. Valdez Scantling had some games in there. Oh my God, he dominated Eli Apple. Anyone can dominate. Well, it's Eli Apple. The bar is very low (laughs) when it comes to Eli (laughs) Apple. I know, but still, I'm sorry to the Eli Apple disrespect though, because he's he's actually he's like a decent quarterback corner. I was on that train until (laughs) Marquez Valdez Scantling had like five receptions, one sixteen, and a touchdown in the biggest game of the year. Grady, Grady, why are you a fan of Eli Apple? I mean, he's I well, a I like the trash talk, but and he's trash talking Demar Hamlin, dude. Well, all right, that was bad. That was really bad. You think? Uh, Didn't he say, (laughs) like, three worldwide or something? No, he said Cancun on three and did the – I'll show the audience. He did the uh, heart. Mm -hmm. The heart. This thing right here. That's great, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) He did the heart, and he said Cancun on three, which is, like – it was just making fun of DeMar Hamlin because they beat the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not, like – he's obviously not, like, cornerback one or anything. Like He's not even quarterback 32. (laughs) 
I, not even quarterback I mean, 50, dude. He's, he's on you, the bottom of the list. You can see most of his games this year, he really has made improvements from, like, last year. He was oh he was God. a decent corner this year. Oh, my oh God. I'm not saying he's okay. Grady, good. Jesus. Like oh, Grady. Okay, well, back back to my main, my, my main point about the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not saying – I'm not switching on my pr- – my prediction was the 49er. That was my prediction. All I'm saying, Ben, mm-hmm. is that when I said the Eagles were going to make the Super Bowl back a couple weeks ago – and you said, no, there's no shot. They did it. They Two did months it. ago, I said that okay. one team who was a number one team and had the easiest cakewalk in the entire NFL playoffs history okay. would make the Super and Bowl. If, and if the I Eagles win the opinion. Super Bowl, I if changed the Eagles my opinion. Win. And now, okay, let's, Anthony, you changed your opinion, dude. It doesn't matter I'm, anymore. Oh, and, I, and I said I changed. I Anthony. said my prediction was the 49ers. Anthony. But I'll, all I'm saying, Ben, is you said the uh-huh. Eagles had no chance, and here they are. In the Super Bowl, Anthony, if, and if they win, if they beat the Chiefs, Anthony, if I if I'm a Lions fan to begin the season and oh they go my. one and six, and then I switch to being an Eagles fan, but then all of a sudden the Lions make the playoffs and they made the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm a Lions fan now. That doesn't work, does it? That's not wh- that really doesn't work, no, does it? Shadel, Shadel, I don't think you understand. What I he's understand. He's, I understand. Not, he's not. He's not giving the praise to himself. No, he's no, just, I he's that. just flaming you. Okay, I yeah. want to talk. Uh, no. Ben, <laughs> Ben and Anthony, you just talked about the fact that the Eagles. Just kind of shocked you, Anthony, who had that pick as the 49ers. They shocked me, too. But when you're a head coach in the NFL, and I've seen this a lot, you have that list of things that cannot go wrong if you want to win a game. And the 49ers, if if Kyle Shanahan wrote out a list before the game and said things to not go wrong, uh, how about our quarterbacks don't get hurt? How about, yeah. how about nobody gets a little banged up during the game? Um that was in the first quarter. Brock Purdy tore his UCL, and he was playing on that. Josh Johnson got a concussion. Nick Bosa got rolled up by an out-of-bounds play, and his knee was all, like, wiggle-waggle for the rest of the game. I mean, Wiggle-waggle. Yeah. New A, hey, word of the day on cheap seats. That's me. Oh, my. Wiggle-waggle. Uh, but, yeah, San Francisco pretty much had everything go wrong that could go wrong. They there. did. They did. And, again, Ben, what are you doing over there? I'm just looking at Eli Apple's fantastic stats this season, Kyle. <laughs> oh, my God. He got zero interceptions, zero forced fumbles. Uh, let's take a look. Eight Wh- pass deflections. What were his PBUs? Uh, let's, let's take a look. I don't think it says right here. Hold on. Do you see that? I don't. I don't see. No, anything. I, I, I don't see that stat. No, forty-nine combined tackles. Woo! Great. That's a great season, man. All right. I great. Great. That's a better a season than last year, wasn't corner. it? Huh? I I was never saying that he was a good corner. I was saying that he was decent, like good enough to stay in the league and not get like as disrespected as he does. So you're sticking up for Eli Apple? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> aside from wow. aside from obviously the Demar Hamlin comments. That well, was Grady's one in so. one in. The only he's one, the one and two only. million people that watch the, the NFL. The one and only. I'm gonna be Eli honest. Eli Apple supporter. I'm gonna be honest. Grady, I want to see you in Eli Apple jersey. Yeah. If Eli Apple, time. if Eli Apple and Grady were both like sane and not saying stupid things, I see them rolling together. I see <laughs> you and Eli Apple strolling the town, <laughs> like partying. Yeah. yeah. I see that, Grady. I really do. Do you see that, Grady? You and Eli Apple could be best friends. You know, he's rich, so. My God. I guess so. He's thinking mansion, mansion, mansion right now. That's all he's <laughs> money, thinking about. Money, 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 money. All right, money. so these these two teams, the the Chiefs and the Bengals, they got together in the AFC Championship, and it was a little controversial. Mm-hmm. Yo, a little, just Wait, a tad, wait. just a little. Are we talking bit about? Are we talking about? Do we think the NFL is rigged? We're talking about the zebras. 
Oh. The zebras, oh. I like to refer oh. to them as. It's not rigged. I, I'm not saying it's. I'm just bringing like, up. I'm just bringing no, know, up what I happened. Know. I know. There were some very controversial calls towards the end of the Bengals and Chiefs game at Arrowhead, not Burrowhead. Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want to bring up the one fact that the Bengals player, the linebacker, that absolutely just when when Patrick Mahomes is already out of bounds, makes the stupidest play I think in franchise history. Well. And Wait, Joseph Osai, you're talking yeah, about? Joseph yeah, Joseph Osai, yeah, yeah. and he he hits Mahomes out of bounds. That that was one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen. I was sitting there, was I was literally awful. like, "It was awful." I was like, "How I'm, how do you risk a chance to the Super Bowl? You just gave them another what, 10, 15 yards, and that ball was not going in from ten or fifteen yards no, more not farther even back. Close. It, it that well, was going to be short. Bucker, it's a I'm different just, kick. No, but Bucker I'm barely made com- it from forty-two yards or whatever it was. Trying to hit it that far. You don't try to. You, you, dude, kickers try to hit it as far as they can really? when they're back. Okay, pl- that one, plus. that one, Bucker no, looked not. like he tried to get some air under it just to make it more accurate. I mean, I yeah. can say that about that. Um, but I saw this. I saw this thing today, like about the NFL and stuff. And I don't know if it was a joke or not, but it was a former NFL player on a podcast, and it was like. You get the script at the beginning of the year, and like, oh, you oh, win. was it PFT? You win, yeah, was it you PFT? win this game. Yeah. You hurt your hamstring week two. You score three touchdowns week four, something like that. But do you know how hard it is to rig an entire NFL season? It's hey, not rigged. Yeah, exactly. It's not. That's what I'm saying. It's it's almost impossible. It is impossible to rig an NFL season. It could no no. It is it is possible. To rig a couple games, I'm not saying they are before Ben has a hemorrhage and and no, explodes because I'm saying the, that's no. yeah. I'm not saying that the NFL. I'm on the entirely same page as you. That Chiefs and Bengals game is one of those games where it's like, yeah, we can't tell the players to rig the game. That's not how it's going to work. These players work. I mean, they work hard every level, high school to college to the NFL. Everybody's dream is to make it to a big sport at one point or another. Yeah. I don't care where you end up. But, like, that was your dream at one point or another if you were a four-year-old boy like, yeah. Yeah. Or, or girl. I mean, you want to you wanna make it somewhere. Like, <laughs> I just – it's impossible to tell the NFL players, hey, I want you to l- intentionally lose this game. It is possible to tell the referees, hey, we're going to have you uh, make a little more calls on uh, the Chiefs side. Didn't happen. We, we, we've been seeing this for years, guys. Raw. We saw this with Tom Brady and, and the Buccaneers and – you know, there was that one controversial play that we saw, um, what was it, in the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship where they reset the game clock because he wasn't ready. Um, they this, did that to the Lions against the yeah. Seahawks and, like, stuff that started getting thrown on the field. It was kind of this, yeah. this, has been, this has been happening for years. It's not it's not rigged or anything, and I, I agree with you, Kyle, but there, this has been a hot topic in not only football but a lot of sports as well. You see the yeah. MLB uh, with with their minor league system uh, transferring the I don't like umpires. it. I don't like it. You know, at I'm all. sorry to get off topic. I just want to explain this a no, little bit. You saw this. You saw this. Sorry. You also saw this with college basketball. Um, so many blown calls in the Big Ten conference. Not even Michigan State games in general. Just a lot of Big Ten games have controversial calls in them. Wait, it's, it's shocking. Ben, I do want to say one thing because Anthony, you're gonna like this. With that new rule on reviewing plays and fouls, how is that beneficial? All right. Go to the Lakers-Celtics game a few days ago when LeBron got fouled. Great example, yeah. All right, hey, you can't be a crybaby. Stuff is going to happen. Refs are going to make a mistake. But what does that say about your reviewing system and your reviewing rules if that play you can't review? 
No, what I does see, that say? I see where LeBron was upset about that. I would have been just as upset because look at the really? Lakers season. I mean, the yeah, Lakers, oh the God. Lakers season has been an absolute dumpster fire to start. They they have been not great. I mean, they've been putting it together recently. LeBron's almost the score, uh, the the passing cream on the scoring list, all time scoring 89 list. Eighty nine more points. Eighty nine more points. But you got to look at the season. They have been fighting for every single win. Every single win is so important, especially to a team that's trying to crawl back into the into the playoff picture like the Lakers after such a bad start. And a win against a team like the Celtics, stealing a win from the Celtics at the Garden, that is an important win not only for your record but for your culture and for your locker room. And the fact that LeBron – okay, he was clearly fouled. I mean, I could have made I'm, I could have made no, that, that call in the moment. Foul. He his arm if he if his arm didn't get hit by Jason Tatum, he would have made that layup, and we would it it and we wouldn't have been going overtime. If you've been if you've been playing a season, sorry to cut you off, but there if you've been playing the game you love for so so long, and it could go either way, but I'm firmly on the side of don't be a crybaby. Please you. don't be a crybaby. Yeah. Thank you. LeBron has been notorious for flopping his entire yes. career. I mean, there's been memes, jokes. Even ESPN has posted about this. He's been trying to get away with calls all the time. So with what LeBron did when he went up for that layup and he got fouled, people are going to think, oh, hey, he was just trying to sell it here. And I'm not I'm not that refereeing crew in that game. I don't know what they saw. But, again, I think I, think I have, to, I have to agree with you on the crybaby thing because being especially, I'm, I'm a huge Pistons fan from 2000, really? the 2004 Pistons. I'm not going to show it on the, the ground. Really? The LeBron. 2004 Pistons are one of my favorite teams of all time. And that team was a, a very grinded out, gritty, don't complain about what happens. Just if it happens, leave it in the back and focus on the next play. They were, they were that type of team. But I see where... LeBron is upset about that. Should he have reacted the way he did by acting like he no. just saw an entire city no. explode? No. But I see where the emotion comes from because think about it. He's in his he's 38 years old. He's getting up there and he knows there's not many elite levels left of his uh, of his playing career because he's getting so old. So he's getting the <laughs> What? what? <laughs> oh, I thought you. I thought. I thought you were. You were making your patented uh, Ben disagreeing face. No. No. I'm, I'm gonna. Like I'm gonna sure. make Ben. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna make Ben agree with me like right now. Um, ben, you're really gonna like what I'm about to say Ooh, here. All right. All right. Here right, you. No. No. You're gonna 100% agree. I already know Ben's gonna agree. Mm-hmm. This is my biggest belief in all of pro sports. I've I've said a bunch of stuff on sweet seats like, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best stuff like that, but. If you are very upset and say that the refs cost you the game, you didn't play good enough. Yeah. That's you didn't. That's the mojo. If you if you need referees to give you calls at the end of a game, hey. That's hey not, Bron. That's not giving you not, no, I agree no, with I'm you, saying, but that's hey, not Bron. giving a call. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's completely blowing right a call. No, yeah. that was that, that, you, got, you, you were an NBA right ref. BA refs game. make that call. BA if BA refs make that call. Then Basketball, if Basketball America refs, which is a rec center that, in Lake Orion. Yes, that was a completely blown call. But all I'm saying is in, in a lot of these games that happen, a late penalty that happens or a late foul, like a late call or something like that, be up by more points. LeBron, There's LeBron something is getting, that you can do, definitely. LeBron is getting up there in age, and he is, he is literally carrying this Lakers He wants to play team. with Bronny, as and he's much done. As much as I think... As much as I think MJ is the GOAT, LeBron has had a spectacular career this year for his age and the team that he has around him. And when you have the team around you that LeBron does with this Lakers team, 
it is hard to do enough to not be in that position where you need a foul to be called to win the game. You, it, it is hard enough to play with Dennis Schroeder, to play with Troy Brown Jr., to play with Juan Toscano Anderson as some of your best players. They just got Who? Rui Hachimura. Exactly. Who? Exactly. Their starting lineup, the, a Lakers starting lineup this year, included Wenyan, Gabriel, Troy Brown Jr. It's been rough for the Lakers this year, especially with Anthony Davis being out. But look, with the talent around him, he doesn't have much of it. And especially Russell Westbrook down the stretch can be an idiot sometimes. It's hard to put up enough points and do enough to not be in that situation. And you've seen it. You've seen it. They've gotten blown out multiple times this year. They've come up short multiple times this year just because LeBron and AD can only do so much. You need those. And that's Rui Hachimura is a great pickup for them. Trading Kendrick Nunn a couple picks for for yeah. for. Rui Hachimura was one of the best moves of the NBA all season for the lack thereof moves that have happened this NBA season. But you have such little talent around you. It is very, 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 very hard to put together quality outings every single night to the point where you don't need the refs to make an obvious call to win. And especially against a team like Celtics, Celtics are one of the best teams in the league. The Lakers are not. And the fact the Lakers were even close, I give props to LeBron and the Lakers because they even made that a game. The Lakers easily could have lost by 10 to 20 because the Lakers just aren't as good as the Celtics. The Celtics are a powerhouse team in this league. They are. They've got everything you want. They've got defense. They've got shooting. They've got playmaking. They've got interior defense. They've got perimeter. They've got everything you want in a championship team. And the fact the Lakers almost beat them is an. We don't celebrate when you don't win. You don't celebrate that, but it is a step forward when you are in competitive games with these top tier teams. Mm -hmm. Which I don't. I don't excuse being a crybaby or not not putting up enough points to to not even have this be an issue. But look at what's around. Look at what's around them. And the fact LeBron is is scoring what he's as a when he's 38 years old since his birthday he's averaged 38 points. That's that's crazy. You're 30 years. I mean, MJ averaged 30, but he didn't average 38. Yeah, that's true. you got to give Bron his credit there and what he's been doing with this roster. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my little Lakers rant, but I don't I don't know. I I feel like he shouldn't have been a crybaby about it. He shouldn't have blamed the rest for the loss. But when you're you have the team he has and you're in the situation he's in, it's hard. It's it's hard to stay in those games, and especially when, when, when it's right there and you put up the layup and your arm gets swatted down and it's not called. It's just, I see, it's just emotion. It's just the emotion of the game that really came out when they were acting. Because I feel like that was a genuine reaction for LeBron. I don't think that was, that was acting. Because yeah. he, he's been doing this all year. He's been trying his best all year through injuries, through his age, through a garbage team. Let's be honest, they have been garbage this year. And the fact he came this close to beating such a powerhouse team, I understand where he's coming from, especially playing the game once myself. Anthony, yeah, I have a honestly, question. I have a question real quick. Uh, what's, sorry, Grady. Sorry, sorry, Grady. What's the status of this Pistons-Wizards game tonight? Um, so the status is in question. There's nothing official yet, but um, and I was going to touch on this later. There is the, an ice for storm. For the viewers that yeah, don't There is an ice storm in Texas, and the Pistons had some plane malfunctions some issues with their plane, and obviously you're not going to fly a plane when there's malfunctions because you don't want to die. Yeah. So <laughs> that, let's be, that, let's be real. that went dark real fast. <laughs> so they delayed their, their flight to fix the plane. plane got fixed. Well, now they can't. They, they were going to leave last night. They couldn't. There's an ice storm, huge ice storm. You can't fly a plane in an ice storm. No. no. So they were going to leave this morning, and they were going to get back to Detroit around 3 or 4. 
and the league usually I think it's against the rules to show up three hours before the game. It's not AAU. It's not high school, right? You got to. I, I'm pretty sure you got to be. You work same out. Day. You stretch. Yeah, I think it's you, shoot, you have to be like, in in the city the same day, unless it's a back to back. This wasn't a back to back, so I don't know. All the beat writers, James Edwards III and Omari Sankofa and Mike Curtis, all three beat writers for the Pistons, have all said that they're pretty sure it's going to get canceled, but it's in the league's hands. So Definitely. The Pistons could be rolling in I feel like the only off way, the point at three to play yeah, a good Wizards team. I feel so. like the only mm. way that the Pistons would play tonight was I looked at, I looked at the weather before we got on here because Ben had just told me right before – this podcast that the Pistons are still stuck in Dallas. The only way I see them playing tonight is if the Pistons are on a plane right now, mm-hmm. yeah, headed home. Because if they're if they're headed out of Dallas at one, that puts them home at about four, and you still got to go to Little Caesars from there. I mean, yeah, that's you got to you got to get all your pregame rituals done, your pregame eating. Like, there's you, a lot that goes into game day that a lot of people you don't can't know. rush a pro player because the the pace of their schedule, the level of schedule that they play at. I mean, like. It takes, like, a lot of maintainability to have these guys playing every night and not to get injured. And you can't you can't throw them on the court at 4 o'clock when they just get home from Dallas. I get that. And, and it's a time change, too. Mm-hmm. It's a time change. Yeah. Central, I mean, it's not a big time change, but Dallas is in the central time, uh, time slot, and Detroit, of course, is in the eastern time slot. I mean, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't go time zone. You want to hear? You want to hear a, a hot take here? Sure. Oh, hot take! Hot take! Sure. Pistons win the championship this year. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> I am <laughs> the biggest <laughs> Pistons fan you will ever see, meet, or hear of, uh, and that is insane. Dwayne Casey will win Coach of the Year, man. Oh. Dwayne Casey is the that. best. I will coach. bet you a thousand dollars that that does not happen. I would, I would well, throw you in your... Well, you just said you'll pay me $1,000 if that does not no, happen. Life savings, Anthony. Pay him your life <laughs> savings. Obviously, that was a joke. Obviously, that was a joke. Because, Anthony, you, you, went to the, you went to the Pistons-Rockets game, what, this past week or past weekend? Yep, so did Grady. With Grady, and Grady yep. went. With and, Grady. And Garrett. And, and, Garrett, um, went. and Garrett, Garrett Leach from uh, SBC. Um, yep. I guys, have a hot you guys, take. You guys saw... Sorry, Kyle, give me one second. Sorry. You guys saw... You and Grady saw how bad the the final rotations were, right? Like you said, why don't you play Jaden Ivy? You said this to me. Why don't you play Jaden Ivy in, in the second quarter after he had a monster first quarter? Yeah. Why don't you play Duran and Stu when right. they can rebound? When you're, when you're getting out rebounded by yep. ten on the offensive glass, why, why, you can't stop yeah. Uzman Garuba. Why? why like, come on. Who? Bur- Bruno Fernando. We got out rebounded by I a know dude Bruno named Fernando. Bruno. I know Bruno yeah, Fernando. Yes, he yeah. was a, he's very good in college. But the, yeah. state, the state of Pistons basketball is not looking It hasn't good been right good now. since 2004, like, like the man. Future, the future looks good. As it hasn't been good since we traded Chauncey. When we traded Chauncey, the Chauncey Billups trade, and I will say this, the Chauncey Billups trade yeah. that was, was the downfall, the downfall of, the of the Pistons. Yeah. Once we traded Chauncey for Allen Iverson and Alvin Iverson came here and didn't play in the playoffs, it's like... I, why would you, he's the heart and soul? First, you let Ben Wallace leave. You don't pay Ben Wallace his money. He won you a championship, but whatever. You don't pay Ben Wallace his money. You're still winning with like people like Chris Webber, Antonio McDice in the late two thousands, <laughs> and now you're trading. You're trading mm. Chauncey, and it's just like, what are you? What are you doing? And then we're rolling into the 2010s with a, a washed-up Tracy McGrady on the team, a washed-up Tayshawn Prince, a washed-up Rip Hamilton. As much as I love you, Rip, you were pretty washed in the early 2000, or 2010s. I, and I, it's just 
management from 2009 to 2019. Great, Kyle. What's your hot take? Uh, I have a hot take. Great, go. All right, well, two. I'm going oh, back geez. to NFL real quick. Thank you so much. The Chiefs. Who, who so brought up much. NBA? Stop. Stop. Oh, I did. My bad. I brought up That's on me. basketball. That's my bad. Uh, yeah, hot take. Chiefs are running the Super Bowl, and Pacheco's the MVP. Wow. What? Pacheco. Wow. Okay. No. That's, that's a hot take. That, that, no. That is a hot take. He's no. If the, no. See, the thing nope. is, I could see mm-hmm. it happening. Nope. I, I can't see it happening. If the Chiefs are going to win, they need Mahomes to play well. There's no way in heck that Well, Pacheco, no. In the, in the NFL script writers want Mahomes to win another. Yeah, Even on one leg, dude, if Mahomes somehow, if the Chiefs win, Mahomes is going to get the MVP trophy because yeah. he's not on one leg. There's no way anybody and else. And on he's that also team he's also in other State Farm I Arena. See winning it is Travis Kelsey. And and Jalen Hurts. Well, wait, I'm they're in State the Farm Chiefs Arena, State Farm Field. Stadium. Oh, stadium I take back the second part of my hot take. Mahomes is the Mahomes, yeah. <laughs> Mahomes is the MVP. If they're State, in State Farm Arena, State Farm Arena is in Atlanta. I think yep. State Farm Stadium or State Farm Field or State Farm. Aren't they whatever. in Arizona? That's, that's, in Arizona. that's, that's, that's Mercedes Benz. Anthony, Anthony, who's in Atlanta? Yeah, Mercedes. No, I'm talking State Farm Arena is the Hawks Arena. In oh Atlanta. yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, okay, well, anyways, why didn't you switch uh, over to the NBA? I didn't, no, because I accidentally said State Farm Arena instead of oh, State Farm Field. So, so I want to talk about the Lions. All right, all right, that makes sense. I want to talk about the Lions. Okay, okay, go what ahead. What do you want to talk about, Kyle? I guess we're going to talk about Lions. Um, How crappy they are? I'm joking. It's a joke. I like the Lions. I don't want Lamar Jackson anymore. No, I thought no, you I, didn't. I, I thought think you never did. I, I thought you wanted to stick with Jerk Off. No, I told you that I wanted Lamar last quarter, but my mind has changed. What do you got? Lamar cannot stay healthy. For Ooh, whatever it point. takes, he cannot stay healthy. That's a good point, he's, Kyle. He's very athletic, and his his ceiling is very high for the rest of his career. Uh-huh. With that being said, it's a high ceiling if he stays healthy. All Especially three with years, the amount of money he's going to get in the offseason. Every year he's been in the super, or every year he's been in the league, even in the year he won the MVP, he missed a game or two uh-huh. for some sort of injury. If you want to be a quarterback in the NFL, you have to play. Multiple seasons with no missed games. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense for the Lions. Did Goff to, miss a game this year? No. Nope. Nope. It makes no sense for the Lions to go after Lamar Jackson. I initially, it, before the season, was like, let's get Lamar Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, especially during a 1-6 and six skit, I was like, let's just get Lamar. But, Jared Goff is on a yeah. very team-friendly deal. Very team-friendly. He's like 15th or something in... in salary for for quarterbacks and what he did he outperformed josh allen this season stat wise that's impressive yeah and when you have jared when you have jared goff right he's under contract for the next couple years on a very very team-friendly deal you don't waste money on on an injury prone quarterback now anthony with that being said do you i i know we've talked about this before in my opinion personally as you draft a quarterback in the later rounds like a hendon hooker or something do you want to do you still want to stick with that opinion where you draft a quarterback in the third or fourth round? Or do you want I, to take that sixth like, pick and draft Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? I like a project quarterback. I do, in, too. In, right I, now I in agree. our, in our state. And Hendon Hooker is the definition of it. Hendon Hooker was going to go top 10, no doubt, before his ACL yeah. tear. He tore his ACL. Now he's projected to go third or fourth round because of that ACL tear. We can steal him in the third or fourth round, develop him and rehab his, um, his ACL for one year behind Goff, and then he has all that mentorship from Goff. He's uh, he has experience now in the in the NFL locker room. He's more mature than he would be as a rookie. And then he comes in here ready to go, ready to play, and he could be the future quarter. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying we'll pick him. I'm not saying he could be the right pick, depending on how our draft goes in the beginning of the draft. I'm just saying 
he would be a fun little project piece to have in our back pocket in case golf wants to leave golf doesn't play good next year whatever the case may be he would not be a bad option in the third or fourth round if we've already taken i want i want a cornerback corner corner back See the ringo witherspoon i like ringo um, but I'm i like witherspoon. witherspoon too i think with our sixth pick honestly the thing is with I, I like Brees out of out of uh Clemson for our, our defensive line. Brian Brees. Yes. And he is either gonna go top top ten or he is going to fall all the way down to our eighteenth pick. And that depends on how people view his 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 combine. I and like Witherspoon now. <laughs> and people people don't like his tape, especially against offensive or interior offensive linemen. He against elite interior offensive linemen doesn't do anything. It's putrid tape to watch, and his combine stats might not be great, so he might fall. So I honestly would rather take the uh, take the risk of not getting an interior defensive lineman, especially because we could just go in free agency and spend some cash there. But yeah, I really like uh, Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just made Purdy a Witherspoon believer because, uh, you know, one of the first highlights. <laughs> that was a pretty good up, hit. If you look up Devin Witherspoon highlights, you know, one of the first hits, Illinois versus Indiana. Illinois. He just comes in, cuts through, absolutely blows up the, I think it was the running back, whoever it was trying to, like, catch the ball. And I, I've, I've watched some of his highlights over the last couple of days, knowing that he's, like, one of our, you know, possible picks. And I'm just I I think I think he's our guy. He seems like a Dan Campbell guy, you know, just mm-hmm. big hits. Yeah. Yep. I've been always coming in clutch, dude. I've been I've been kind of second guessing myself. I'm gonna be honest, cause I watched the Lions last year, and although they went nine and eight and kind of turned the page for Detroit sports, at least in the football category, you still need to make moves. You need to make some moves in free agency. You might need to send a guy off somewhere, and I saw something that. If the Bears the Bears should acquire DJ Chark. DJ Chark's a free agent, and I talked to Ben about this a few weeks back. I want DJ Chark to stay because I think him, J Mo, and Amonra, that would be a very good three. Yeah. That's yeah. that's three two proven guys that are like tier two, three, maybe four for Chark at times. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver, still good, still good. And then J-Mo, who might be at a point – well, he is one of the fastest receivers in the league already. You can't deny that. Yep. But he he's going to prove himself. I believe that. But when you look at the Lions and the games that they played last year, they're missing pieces around. I want to get a corner. I want another interior guy. And I want a project linebacker. I get I that. I don't like, like Anceloni. I like Noah Sewell very I really much. don't like Angeloni. You know who's better than uh, Alex Angeloni? If Miles? you say much. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got Miles Jack in my, Mad- in my Madden franchise when we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I get that. I'm not. I'm not I want to bring lying. up a big point here, right? The Lions have the 6th and 18th overall pick. You want to know who has the 17th overall pick in the, ca- in the draft, Kyle? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, jeez. In one the Steelers, of these mock drafts, you the, have Witherspoon. I know. I'm looking at it right now on CBS. If the Steelers take... One of the Lions guys at eight, at seventeen, I will laugh. I will I will laugh because the Steelers, right? The Steelers made one of the best trades in the entire NFL um, this past season. They traded uh, Chase Claypool, their wide receiver, to the Chicago Bears for their second round pick, right? And now with the Dolphins forfeited first round pick, 
that that for, that second round pick for the Bears since they had the first overall pick is now the 32nd overall pick in the in the entire NFL draft. So realistically, the Steelers have two uh, first round picks, and they traded to Clay, they traded Claypool to the Bears. After the Bears got Chase Claypool, they went 0 seven, and Claypool had like one touchdown, 400 receiving yards. It was he was bad. They were bad. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about the draft. If the Lions go um, interior and take Brees as their sixth overall pick, I think that your best option, if you want a defensive back at that point, depending on how the draft plays out, will be Keely Ringo out yeah. of Georgia. Yep, I, th- I really like him. I, I've I've liked his tape. I've watched a few highlights yep. of his. And I, I like how he plays. He's fast. He's got good ball skills. He's 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 that guy. Yep, I agree. All right, let's move on quickly to a little bit of NBA All-Star. We've talked a lot of football. Oh, no. We've talked some futures of Detroit oh. when, we, when we were talking about the Lions and Pistons. NBA All-Star is coming up in a few weeks. The Rising Stars rosters just got released. Ooh, and Grady, Grady is, is looking really excited over there about this Rising Stars challenge. Oh, yeah. You know, Duran, Ivy both making it. Oh, and, yeah. you know, it's uh, one thing I just saw, G League Ignite, Scoot Henderson. Yo. Oh, it's gonna be nice to see him playing against. Dude, some, like, NBA. I'm excited. I'm excited for the dunk contest because uh, what's his face from the Lakers G League just Mac made. McClung. Yeah, Mac. Yeah, Mac McClung just made it to the. That's the problem with contest. the dunk contest, and I'm honestly, I'm getting kind of sick and tired of the modern day dunk contest. And here's why: Let's look back at, at past dunk contests. You've got Nate Robinson's dunk contest. You've got Vince Carter's dunk contest. Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine back in 2016 yeah, nice. in Toronto. Those are legendary dunk contests. And last year, you have Jalen Green with a with a um, what do you call those things? Hmm? Hey Ben, what what do you call the what do you call those NFTs? The he has NFT. an NFT. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Jalen Green, Jalen Green had an NFT chain. Oh my god! On and he was trying to dunk and he couldn't dunk for ten minutes. That is the problem with the 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 dunk contests are so bad now. They are so bad. And now you have Mac McClung, who's not even in the NBA right now. He's in the G League. He's not even an, a rostered NBA player. He's in the dunk contest. I mean, I hope it's good just for entertainment's sake. He's got hops. Yes, but, I mean. It's kind of like the Pro Bowl. Kind of. It kind of is. With the quarterback situation for in the me, AFC. For me, this is the NBA's last chance. If they can't get this dunk contest right, I think I think they got to change it up. Because they got to scrap it. Because we've seen, like, almost everything you can do. We've seen Blake Griffin dunk over a car. Well, we, dunk over the uh We've seen Aaron car, Gordon and Zach Levine go at it two straight years. That exactly. was, that was like... And Aaron Aaron Gordon loses it to to Derrick Jones Jr. because Derrick Jones Jr. Derrick Jones Jr.'s teammate Dwayne Wade gave Derrick Jones Jr. a extra point to have his teammate win the dunk contest over a deserving Aaron Gordon. Wait, I haven't wasn't heard anything about Derrick Jones Jr. since that season. He's on the Bulls. Wait, wasn't who wasn't Aaron Gordon the guy that did the uh, the Black Panther? Um, no, no, that, that was Oladipo. Yeah, that was Oladipo. That was cool. That was a nice one as well. Yeah, that was. Yeah. You see, that's like, ever since like COVID, I'd say, yeah, pre-COVID they, dunk no, contests were dunk. great every yeah. single year. Post-COVID dunk contests, I mean, Anthony Simons won it, then Obi Toppin won it, and now this year, 
Who knows who's Mac McClung. If, yeah. Mac, if Mac McClung wins that thing, I don't know what to say. They haven't but, announced yeah. three-point contest, three contest participants, though. I like Boyan the three-point contest. because I not want Boyan or Alec Burks there, honestly. I just want some – and I know we like don't deserve out. any recognition. <laughs> Isaiah <We> Livers. <laughs> Isaiah Livers has just been defenses here. He hasn't been that good. Luke Garza. Uh, Isn't Luke Garza in the G League for the Pistons right now? No, he. No. Uh, we let him go. Oh, really? I think he's we on let the him go. Timberwolves. Yeah, Timberwolves. He's on the yeah. Iowa Wolves uh, yep. G League team. Can I say one more thing? Yes. I am a huge fan of the NFL. I think we all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of college basketball and college football. I'm not a huge fan of the NBA, right? Me the, neither. The, the, no, the reason, really? The re- yeah, the reason, I know, shocking. The reason why is because when you watch games like college basketball, well, how, how many games is in, are in a college basketball season? 30, 40 maybe? So, something like know. that? I don't watch college. See, new to that. the NBA is me to college basketball. We're like flip-flop. I get exactly. that. I get yeah. that. But at the same time. You don't time, like college basketball? You're, you're weird, dude. I, it's I, not no, that I don't do you like, like March. I, I do you like, at least like March on, Madness? Hold on. Yes, I think this this is this is just me personally. Yeah, Jesus, here we go. I like the NBA regular season more than college regular season and college co- conference play. I just do. I just do oh because because I just it's just me person. It's just my personal. Although opinion. I don't Why? agree with it, but I see where on. you're coming from. I do see where you're coming because from. because you you have in in college you have all these. Unproven dudes and like Michigan, for example, Michigan. They suck. Michigan is so bad, and I can't watch a single Michigan ben, conference. The play Pistons game. are Anthony, awful. The, the Spartans aren't even that great this the year. The Pistons are the worst team in the NBA. Ben, ben, I'm talking you about lost college. To the right ben, look into I'm, my eyes. Ben, look I'm into my about eyes. College right now. Uh huh. Right now. Yep. If what is one of the main reasons you watch March Madness? Cinderella teams. Okay, Cinderella teams. I, the storylines. Per, me personally, I watch March Madness because I made a bracket and I and put brackets, in money yeah, exactly. that I'm gonna win. That doesn't mean I like watching it. That means I like betting against my, no, my I like family, it. my friends. I mean, that's yeah. the reason I like watching I, it. I, I will say this though. I said that I like the NBA regular season more than college conference play, but I like March Madness more than the NBA regular season. Because yeah, March Madness, that. you've got the Cinderella teams, you've got the tournament Every style. year there's a team that you've, you've never got, heard of. UMBC. Exactly. <laughs> there's a team you've never heard of that is just on fire. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a ton of different teams coming together, a yep. bunch of dudes you don't you haven't heard of that could make the big play, right? Yeah. And it's not just, oh, oh, it's a boring 20-point blowout again for Michigan. It's when you go into – you don't know who's going to win. You're the right. one seed could lose any game they play. And it's single elimination is yep. – the March Madness tournament way better than NBA regular I, season. I love that. I love that too because what I've seen, and I talked to Ben about this, and I've talked to a couple other people about this this year too. College basketball, college basketball, um, is so close in terms of skill. Any team can win any game. Mm-hmm. You watch all of these games. Like I just watched Mississippi State against TCU the other day with Ben. <laughs> yep. Mississippi State won that game. TCU is the number eleven team in the country. All these teams have these mediocre. Bama went down to, yeah. to Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, it's so close right now with exactly. all the skill, and that's that's where I'm going to leave it at. That. Well, I would like to say one more thing. Go back to what I was talking about earlier. I'll wrap it up quickly, guys. Um, with the NBA, my main problem with the NBA is how lazy it is, and I, I most people might not like me saying that, but if you watch March Madness, dude, these guys are scrapping on the ground. Yeah, they're talking trash because they're senior other. year. You're right. Some guys, guys, like, this is the last time some players right. might ever play college basketball exactly. at a high level. Exactly. Or co- play the, basketball in general. The NBA is so lazy because all it, it, is, it is, is, all it is, is it's Steph Curry just drilling down the court, no strategy whatsoever. It's a bunch of stupid a fouls, and that's and a, then yeah, exactly. Yeah. LeBron James puts a layup, he messes it, he stands at the. It's like Ben playing two K. 
You're right. He just runs down to the paint. Hey man, it works. The NBA I regular win, season, NBA regular season has a lot of flaws and a lot of boring so aspects why, so to it. So why don't you lower the amount of games? I agree. Lower I agree. it lower from 82 it to because 72. If, if you lower it, that means that teams will have players who have more energy. Oh, overall also, don't get me started on load management. When 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 star players don't play, the Bucks and the Nuggets were going to be such a good game. It was going to be Jokic versus Giannis, right? Yeah. Both of them didn't play. Yep. Jamal Murray didn't play. All of the Nuggets' good players didn't play, and it was a blowout. It's like all these marquee games are either scheduled on a back-to-back so star players don't play because they Mm -hmm. don't want to get injured. Now, the NBA playoffs is a different story because players play. play, It's it's great competition. It's the best versus the best. Nobody sits out unless they're truly injured. I talked about about the load management thing like earlier, kind of, but I still think if you're in the NBA and you've trained your body to be like that, like your entire life – Leading up to the NBA, you're you have to play these games, and I know it's the regular season, and some of these games to these teams might not matter, but play the game, play the game for fans, play the game for the people in the stadium. Like some of these people, people whether you like their, it or not, people they, pay their money. They pay yeah. to go see certain people. Yep. Like if you're a Bucks fan, you pay to go watch Giannis. If you're a Pistons fan, and like the Warriors are coming to town, yep. you pay to go watch Steph Curry. You pay to go watch these guys. Play the game. Play the game. You do. And that's going to do it today, unfortunately, for this episode of Cheap Seats. We will be back in two weeks with another episode. For Ben Shadle, Grady Bullock, Kyle Purdy, I've been Anthony Schulte saying so long.